up, good people? What's up, everybody? Man, um, it is season two, episode two, and I'm excited to be back with y'all for this next episode. Um, this series is kind of candid, I'm not even gonna lie, but um, let me get all the preliminaries out of the way. Thank you so much for joining when people listen to podcasts. Of course, I'm your host, Alicia, and again, I'm grateful for every single listener, whether it be through Onyx Earth Radio or whether it be um, through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify. Thank you guys so, so much. I am, again, super thankful and grateful for you guys just listening to little of me. We're simply just going to get into a continuation of, excuse me, a continuation of the healing journey. And we're getting into it again tonight just because um, I feel like, for the most part, you kind of have to talk about the beginning of that process. But real quick, as always, shout out goes to, again, the most amazing radio station ever, Onyx Urban Radio, by way of Onyx Urban Media Group. Once again, thank you guys so much for even hosting the podcast and supporting me in this journey that I've been in um, for almost a year, if it hasn't been a year already. So let's dive in. When it comes to the healing journey, I think so many people have different perspectives because one thing is for certain, and that simply is the fact that when people take the time to go on their healing journey, it's it looks different for everybody, right? Um, there could be grief involved. There can be a lot of pain involved with addressing triggers and a lot of vulnerability, a lot of humbling moments, and a lot of just getting to know self, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Granted, of course, with choosing or deciding to even start that kind of journey, um, there can be a few misconceptions about how to even start. And sadly, um, well, at least sad to me, I don't know about anyone else, but I um, was on social media maybe a couple weeks ago, and it kind of disheartened me when I kind of glanced, not glanced over, but saw kind of a topic being discussed by um, some people I know. And essentially the topic was the fact of how men don't feel like they have the time, quote unquote, to even begin a healing journey. And I don't know. I mean, a lot of people were chiming in. And so it was just like, wow, like, I feel like in a way it made me think like a lot of women mostly talk about the healing journey and what it looks like and how it's been for them. But I wonder um, what is it that may be the missing puzzle piece as to why men may feel like they can't start that journey for themselves. So 
sometimes began to think and ultimately I really don't know and so if you're listening um which I'll be posting a, a question like I do most of my podcasts on Spotify if you would or even just message the the Facebook page Instagram page for when people listen I would like to sincerely know why men or some men why some men feel like they don't have the same opportunity to begin to heal um like women do like I said I do you know most of the time see a lot of women commenting about or posting about their healing journey I've seen some men post too but not as often as I would like of course there are a few things to factor in with this discussion right and this is just me again being candid because um last week or a couple weeks ago we definitely I've definitely talked on the fact of you know just making sure that when you're beginning your healing journey um it's very self-reflective um you analyze what behaviors what emotions what feelings have you contributed to you know different things whether you're healing from a breakup um transitioning with work maybe a business deal went sour or maybe you're dealing with more serious childhood or adult traumas I'm not sure but one thing that I can say is that again there's a lot of self-reflection and it's all about looking at what you did what you played a part in what you contributed to um good or bad and if it's you know bad things that you wouldn't like it's just the simple thing of acknowledging embracing giving yourself grace and then growing forgiving yourself and moving forward and so just in lieu of all that again I just think it's weird that men who you know I guess stereotypically are viewed as the protectors and providers um it's kind of interesting to know that they don't feel like they have the space or the time to heal when there are, you know, like I said, different stereotypical views on their role as a man. Now, I'm not a man, so I can't really speak from a male's perspective, but I can give some insight not insight really but maybe suggestions that's probably a better word um definitely give some suggestions and maybe also pose some critical thinking to whatever men listen to my podcast (laughs) or you know if someone just happens to share to come across it that is a man um again I'd really like to know so please by all means um, feel free to contact us and interact with us through social media I'd love to know from your perspective as a man as a black man why you don't feel comfortable again with starting your healing journey or feeling like you don't have enough time and space to do so 
So here are my suggestions, right? Because when we're talking about our healing journey, it's again, just addressing different traumas that have occurred throughout our lives that play into our present and adjusting how we think. So perspective changes, what we feel to some extent, because all of us were made with emotions and feelings. Don't, those don't go away. But how we deal as far as being reactionary or different behaviors we may have exhibited before that may have been toxic or unhealthy, um, changing those behaviors in how we address different situations that may trigger us in the long run. that being said um as far as the healing journey goes really it's just investing in self and I think I don't I don't know what you know maybe misconstrued as far as what the healing journey is or what it looks like um but I would assume based off of what I did see on the post that I mentioned earlier um was a lot of you know guys just chiming in about they've seen women be very vulnerable and emotional on social media and I don't know I don't know if they're like summing that up and like generalizing the whole healing journey based off of things they've seen on social media Um, but what I will suggest also to men is the same thing that I tell anybody no matter what gender race whatever social media is like three to ten percent of people's life as far as what you see what you know what you think you know and all of that so when people post especially women because we're more vulnerable right when we post honest and transparent things or perspectives um or moments that we have a breakthrough um it could be for a number of reasons one of those reasons simply is to be able to look back and say, wow, I really got through that tough time in my life that I thought that I'd never get through. Another reason could be for encouragement to someone else. I think as women, we were raised to be, as well as it's just innate for us to be nurturing and loving to other people. And even if we can't do it in quote unquote, someone's personal life specifically, um, we, we do a lot of serving and so the encouragement to other women or to other people um that's something that I know from the most part women would also you know that'd be a reason they would post their or part of their journey which kind of brings me to my other viewpoint um they're only posting a part of it right <laughs> again going back to my initial statement social media is only a slim fraction of what someone's whole life entails and when you see that piece that small piece out of the numerous you know days that they may have had that were good or maybe a lot of their nights looked different than what you know you would expect I I don't know but bottom line is that what they are posting specifically related to their journey it's kind of I would say like a vlogging thing too but ultimately that's only a little piece and so 
to really know someone's healing journey, you'd have to be there. And and to stereotype, I guess, and base your progression or your ability to start your own journey based off of what other people are doing, I don't think is the best way to go about processing the you know the genesis of that journey but that's just me and that's just my personal opinion what I believe anyone should do is to simply do what works for them with your healing journey it's not something that happens overnight it's not something that just goes away because we're always growing as people we're always growing as humans and 15 year old you may not be you at 27 27 year old you may not be you at 50 but if you're aware or at least self-aware enough to understand and be able to fully accept hey there's some parts of me that I don't like um and want to change them you change them at your own pace you change them at your own timeline and um of course you you guys already know this by now I'm a woman of faith so by all means for me with my healing journey um, understanding who I am and God has played a huge a huge part um, in me beginning to value myself um, for me to really deconstruct some negative core beliefs I had about myself that kept my self-esteem at a all-time low. Receiving God's love also was huge for me because I, again, with having such low self-esteem, I really didn't love myself properly um, from the spiritual side to the natural side, engaging in self-care or the lack thereof. Um, emotionally, where I felt like I had to people-please, due to having deep beliefs of performative love and having to deconstruct that like it was so much um but ultimately my 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 belief system and my I don't even know what to call it really anyway ultimately my relationship with God and being surrounded by other people that are like-minded as well as therapy all three of those things really have helped me progress through my healing journey and I'll say this I've really only been on my healing journey well no not only again because it's not just something that happens overnight or whatever I've been through a lot in my life um, and one day you guys may hear the full story um but ultimately um I've been on my healing journey consistently for about two years and I believe I did mention that in the last podcast so it's just one of those things where it's not something that you have to like set a date for or at least it shouldn't be because my thing is is that either you're going to heal from things now or choose to do it later when later could be so different and you may not have time to even do it then or at least the mental um capability to to do it then I 
have still worked a job, still taking care of my kids, still be and operate in all of the different things. I did take a break from the podcast because life was becoming a lot. Um, But I had to recognize and choose and make wise decisions once I got to that point of what can I put pause on and come back to? What can I, what's critical for me to do right now? What isn't critical for me to do right now? So with your healing journey, it's not something that's like a cookie cutter, oh, you go do this and then you go do this. There's suggestions there's strategies that people do try to conceptualize but ultimately you can still go by it's almost like raising a kid right because a lot of the time um healing you're healing your inner self your inner child that that child that had all these dreams and goals and aspirations and things set in that critical time frame while you were younger a lot of past you is trying to catch up with present you, but because there's been no healing from the past, your past self, your inner child hasn't been able to progress with you, right? Um, and so with that, again, it's it's not, no, I, it's, it's like raising a kid, right? So essentially you got this inner child and it's like, I've got these books, you know, you get all these parenting books and whatnot and take all these birthing classes and all this stuff, right? But it really doesn't like prep you, prep you. It just kind of gives you guidelines to go by. And so for any man that's listening, um, I do hope and pray that you are able to step into a safe space within yourself, mentally and emotionally, to invest time invest all of you to becoming better no matter what that means because at the end of the day what I know about most men is that they work themselves like a dog they go and go and go and go and go and go and go nowadays is not necessarily as bad but from past generations before mine they were taught, hey, you go do this, you work a good career, you retire, that's it. They don't talk about the in-between of having to balance work and family, how to balance your dreams, goals, and aspirations versus taking care of things at home. They don't talk in depth about a lot. Now, some families may be fortunate for that and had that, but most black families (laughs) back in the day did not there was a structured way that you were to succeed in life and that was it so again to any man listening I just want to encourage you to get to a safe space and a vulnerable space within yourself to know enough is enough that if you want to change you you want to change different things that you don't like you have the power and ability to do so because just as the wonderful songwriter Jonathan Reynolds wrote in a song called Make Room, um, one of the main lyrics is I find space for what I treasure 
and I make time for what I want. If you can make time, I'm not even, I know this won't sound real mama-ish, but it is what it is, right? If you can make time for football, if you can make time for video games, if you can schedule your haircut, if you can schedule your routine car maintenance, if you can hit up what's her face for what y'all do or whatever, if you can make time to go spend with your boys, if you can make time for everything else, you can and you should, you deserve to make time for you. I know it sounds weird. Some people say you can't pour from an empty cup. What I will say is that even though you may be hurting and even though you may have wounds that nobody knows about, that you do want to deal with so badly, but you just don't feel like you quote unquote have the time, have the space. What I want to say to you is that one day you'll get sick and tired of being sick and tired of yourself. But at the same time, you'll be at war because you want to love yourself better. You want to take care of yourself better. You want to feel good in your own skin. You want to be able to look at the man in the mirror. And until you get to that place, or at least take the steps to get to that place, you'll always question who you are and walk around as a shell of yourself instead of being all of who you can be. Nobody has it all figured out by a long shot. And I'm not, I'm, uh, by all means, please, under, please understand. Nobody has it all figured out. But at the core of who you are, you know what you believe in. You know what you value. And you should also be able to love and value yourself in every way possible. So why not take that time and make that time? Even if it's you taking 10 to 15 minutes a, a day or, you know, you scheduling it out you time just to be able to think meditate pray journal if you need to I don't know everybody's healing journey looks different heck read you know self-help books or I don't don't know I don't know a lot of men older men I know go fishing (laughs) as part of self-care and kind of like emotional you know management just to get themselves back reset mentally. But there's so many things you can do nowadays. The possibilities are endless, but ultimately, I, of course, you guys know me. I'm going to I'm going to tell y'all that Jesus and therapy work until I'm blue in the face. And I hope that you get it to where I don't have to go that far, but you get the point. God therapy, self-care, self-love, all the things you matter to him and so you should matter to yourself too what I love about my healing journey thus far is simply that there's nothing that anyone can say to me right now to make me question who I am what I stand for Perseverance 
the strength I have, the gifts that I have, all of it, right? So I want to encourage you, you are a strong, determined, extraordinary, radiant, wonderful, Thanks for listening, and as always, until next time.